Look, you're good at bringing the business in. When you go out on the road, the orders come in and the money flows. That was an interesting take. Our VC, on the other hand, was constantly thinking in terms of market share and things like that. McGuire, the bank, was thinking about the fact we got orders, we got paid for them, we didn't have deductions, we didn't have clawbacks, we didn't have guarantees, we didn't have consignment, and all these things that make an order not exactly an order. So it's sometimes the grittier folks that get that. And that's one of the things you need to do as an entrepreneur or investor. Can the head guy get orders? If he's just a technologist, he better have somebody that can. And that's critical. And here's the reason. Most people think in the technical world that if you build a better mousetrap, they will come. They won't. You need to take it to them. Bill Gates took his deal to IBM. He didn't wait. Jobs knocked on every door, had his ups, downs, and sideways. Worked with a core group about selling things. Edwin Land did the same. So that's important. The reality is that the new venture trash heap is piled high with cratered entrepreneurial initiatives that failed from not getting sales. And one of the elements in sales that the sales leader knows is there is a magical relationship between price and delivery. Think about Starbucks coffee. Wonderful. Or a Big Mac. Great. But you're not going to pay $20 for one. And one of the things that I noticed is so many entrepreneurs go out and start talking about this great thing that only costs two or three times what other things do. Now think for a moment about Bill Gates. He came out with an operating system for a PC that cut the costs of computing and has ever since. Clayton Christensen talks about this in The Innovator's Dilemma, one of our audiobooks, and a great work. But the point is, the sales leader is attuned to the price-sales relationship. He can't be fooled, because there are a lot of products that are really great, but they're priced wrong and cannot sell. The sales leader knows that. The first thing he thinks about is, can I sell it? Who can I sell it to? Is it priced right? Are the attributes right? Thinking simply, not in spreadsheets, because you don't sell off of spreadsheets, and that's the first thing you learn. Most entrepreneurial studies suggest that it's a lack of capital, which is the reason for business failure. Well, this is true, but generally it relates to a lack of sales, which is the ultimate financial vehicle for most deals. If you get the sales, you get the money. If you don't get the sales, there's no money to be had. Now, a sale, once again, has to be profitable. It has to be a sale, not a consignment, not a guarantee. It has to be the real deal. Now, you keep the doors open with sales. And I've been amazed at how long you can go with almost no money, as long as your sales are right. So, let's talk about the root cause for a sales leader to win or lose. First, has the sales leader had any experience selling? Second, 
Have you talked to the sales leader about it? And third, have they had any experience in managing even a small team of salespeople? These aren't marketing people. These aren't advertising people. These are salespeople. And those three things are very important. Now, when you're looking to put your own company together, you have to figure out, well, how do I learn about selling? What do I do? How do I focus? Well, the first thing is to think about what Peter Drucker said. It's not as important to do things right as to do the right things. So you have to do sales. And when Bud Lyon couldn't do sales in American power, he hired me. And I became a partner. And as time went on, we needed somebody to run the company that was a sales guy. And Bud got Roger Dodell that I spoke of earlier to the sales and manufacturing. And Bud became the chairman. Totally appropriate. Because Bud knew what he could do and what he couldn't do. And sales was not one of them. So you don't always have to be the sales guy, but you have to recognize it. The one thing that Bud said to me that was interesting as a non-sales guy, MIT, PhD, and I thought this was incredibly insightful, is a salesman, and a good one, is someone that takes an interest in you, and in about 20 or 30 seconds, he's listening to you and has an interest in you. I think that's true. And I think as we go through this, Bud's criteria of listening and being nice to you is core. And if that's not your persona, better get